This is the Amateur Fanboy Podcast with your hosts, Chase Aguirre and Mike Urtaza. What's up, guys? It's the beginning of another week. A lot more training camps are starting. A lot more injuries, a lot more suspensions all, you know, happening. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the suspensions? Because I know you on Twitter had uh, some comments. I, I, just, I just think the NFL is being very uh, very inconsistent with their with their judgment. With You you don't suspend Tyreek Hill, and he has a history, and you don't suspend him. And then, it I didn't even, honestly, didn't even know uh, with Jerron Reed, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he had anything, and it was from two years ago. And now they're deciding to suspend him. And he like, wasn't. He didn't have any any legal issues outside of the. My, my take. You know, my, my take on it is this: Tyreek Hill. It came out. He's not suspended. The NFL saw the backlash. They felt like, oh, we need to do something. Oh, this guy. Oh, we can turn this into. And and so you know, people don't think they're not going to punish people. But that's just the wrong way of going about it. I, I know. And at the end of the day, it's not going to affect their bottom line. I will accept that. I get it. But the NFL still needs to stop I, being so damn inconsistent when it I comes to suspensions. I think it has more to do with the NFL not releasing information. Yeah. Because, look, there could... That, look, not only that, on. keep going. You know, with Reed, there could be stuff that we don't know. It got dismissed, but they, he could have admitted to doing something right. to the NFL. So right. it, it could... That's why Tyreek Hill... Uh, no one basically outside Tyreek Hill is cooperating outside of him. him his, his ex or his... Fiance, I don't know what they are at this point. I don't know why he's with her, but that's another subject. Yeah, um, she would not cooperate with the NFL. So and everything got, char- you know, the information is so limited where it could happen that Reeds was more, ex- you know, able to, you know, receive that information. Now I agree, it doesn't look that great. It since it was last week to this week. Yeah. Um, I'm just happy because he's one of the better defensive tackles in the league, and he's gone for six weeks. That and they're playing two potential like big games in the saints i think week three and then week five versus the rams that could be huge for them right. going into the season especially right. since they got r- rid of frank clark um they have a very young defensive line that defense may not look very good for the first six weeks i didn't think it was going to be that great this year to begin with and that's probably going to add a little bit more to that if they don't start well for the first six games that team could end up being under 500 it could be they could stop the one thing is they could literally end of the day no shit could start the season like Two and four. Sure. Yeah. That and would that, not be that's, good. That, that would not be a good start. That would not be good. Um, but moving on, we are basically... Um, there is actually one thing that I want to say. There, uh, There's some injuries occurring. Um, and, and the Lions placed um, their big key free agency addition in Flowers on the, on the pub. So I, that can mean a lot of things. I mean, if they don't activate him by the you know, beginning of the season, he could be out for a bit. Uh, I, I would assume he should be healthy within a few weeks. I would think so. So, you know, if, I believe the Cowboys start in a couple days. The Niners Friday. start in a couple days. Friday. Um, Cowboys so start Friday. It's going to be full-blown NFL talk. Uh, we have one more podcast interview that we're posting tomorrow with. With Gary. Or actually, this is going to come out afterwards, so yeah. never mind. Yeah, no, that one will be out tomorrow, and then we'll have um, these next two that we're really, the next three that we're working on yeah. will come out in the next few days. We are working ahead of time to get you basically a podcast um, out every day this week, basically throughout, you know, the NFL season. We have a lot of plans to update you guys on, but for now, we're going to start on our review, on preview of the. 
AFC East. And then next, we'll be doing the NFC East in the next podcast, uh, which you guys should be excited because there's some bias coming out on on this end, I'm sure. And then we're going to potentially have uh, a guest on our podcast to review the NFC North in Kyle Dahmer. So keep a lookout for that. We'll start with the AFC East. Um, It was a pretty interesting division as usual. The Patriots always seem to take it. They went eleven and five. Dolphins went seven and nine. The Bills went six and ten. The Jets went four and twelve. And I think this will completely switch around. Uh, I think to me, the Patriots potentially will probably be the first or second best team out of this division. They should start to see a decline, in my opinion, at this point. Mm-hmm. This this past year might be their last time winning a the division for you know this season, next season. Who knows? I I really think this is Tom Brady's. You know, he starts to decline massive. He it looked like he was it. It wasn't much of a decline because they hit it very well. But I think this is the year that we see a massive drop off. But I'll just say what I'll say, and I how, why I agree with you here is they were eleven five last year, and that deep and that division, other than the you know, this year, other than the Dolphins, it's going to be better. I I just don't know how they can get much better than eleven and five, and they're going to have to. The Bills got a lot better. Mm-hmm. The Jets got. Pretty damn better if Sam Darnold takes another step, and we don't want to get too far into that. But I, I yeah. do, I do believe well, that team could maybe take a step back. Do you, let's start with the Jets. They yeah. were the worst team last season, four and twelve. Uh, they fired their head co- coach. They they go and sign Adam Gase, which isn't really to me a great hire. He he comes from the Dolphins, who he was fired this off season. He knows every division in this team, every team in this division. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring in Greg Williams. I, I Do we know if they're playing? Are they playing? Yeah, they're playing a 3-4, which is Greg Williams is a 4-3 defensive coordinator, but there's you know the players they have fits better more towards a 3-4 at this point. Um, so their quarterback, of course, I love Sam Darnold. I had him ranked as the best quarterback last year, um, and I still believe. I'm, I'm not sure he'll be the best quarterback in that draft class because Baker is... You know, he's, he's as great. outstanding as he's been, and he has a lot of weapons around him. Um, but I really love Sam Darnold. He's still going to take the next step in, you know, being one of the better quarterbacks in this league. Um, they did sign Le'Veon Bell, you know, to to go with Ty Montgomery. They have uh, Elijah McGuire, so they have a you know, and, and Powell still is there, and he he's always seems to always play because everyone seems to get injured, and he ends up, you know, taking over and always you know produces. What do you think of this this running back core? Um, well, Le'Veon Bell is going to be. The, I still think will be the bell cow this year. Um, I know they got Montgomery. I understand they got McGuire backing him up too, but I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be getting tw- anywhere from twenty to probably thirty carries a game, and he's gonna he's gonna get he's gonna get they're gonna work him. I I know and I know you probably doesn't disagree with that, but my deal is you paid the man the yeah. money. You don't not use him. I just don't see it with Adam Gase. He's never had that at that position at, at the past I don't know, six seasons. It could be over his head. He it could be it, it, if the owners. I don't, oh, he, the, 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 they don't owners. have a GM or they they fired their GM they did, and they they, they, did, they, huh? they hired the Eagles. Uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. But I th- Adam Gase is running the show here at this point at, at, with the team. He's gonna say who's gonna get. The, I just don't see it. That's my problem. Is I'm not sure if Le'Veon Bell is gonna get the carries we think he might. Because if you look. Then why the hell did they sign him? Well, the, the, Adam Gase didn't want him. I just, I, I, That's this, the problem. I, this is why the Jets are the Jets. And Yeah, well, they make dumb hires like Adam Gase. There you go. But, look, he's still a talented player you can throw in the slot. I The way I look at it, 
is that uh, if you look at the past year, there was only one back who who got more than fifteen carries, I believe, uh, every game Ezekiel in the past in the past season, and that was Ezekiel. No team does that. It, it's different. You can't at, at this point in the NFL, and he might be the exception because he can do so much. He's a great receiver. He's a great runner. You know, he might be the exception. You know, Adam Gase might actually learn something to actually pr- put the best talent on the field instead of putting old Frank Gore on the field over over uh, Drake. Um, but you know, I, I don't know what to to think about Le'Veon Bell really going forward, especially if when we talk about fantasy. He he's a little bit of a he scares me a little bit, but you know what you're gonna get out of him. Um, and then if you get the receiving core, I don't really love it. You know, Robbie Anderson's their deep threat. Quincy Anua is their, you know, the slot. They did sign Jameson Crowder from Washington. Um, so it, I don't necessarily love the receivers. And then their tight end, uh, Chris Chris Herndon suspended for the first, I'm not sure, they, but a couple they, games. They signed someone, to, uh, um, Ryan Griffin today. Yeah, Ryan Texas. Griffin, who might also get suspended. Because he went to Nashville. No, uh, no, it, it can't. They released him before the thing happened, and then it came out that he wasn't going to get suspended. Oh, he's not getting suspended. Yeah. Okay, and then the case got dropped. So, eh, so. he's not. He's not. Uh, you I know. mean, I'm not saying he's great, but I sure. mean, at least he's an active body. Sure, and you know, he, he's a startable player, but he's not, you know, anything special. That's my problem. Is they still haven't provided Sam Darnold a good receiving core. So you know, he might still have struggles. He might, you know, throw the occasional interception as usual. Um, but really, what the, this offense is going to go based off of how Le'Veon Bell plays. Sam Darnold can only do so much with the receivers that he has. Right. I agree. What do you think of this offense? And their offensive line did have some struggles last year. I think so. Quincy Anua and, yeah, uh, they did get and, him from, and, from and Crowder will help. But I still think they needed one more weapon. Um, maybe one of Bellamy or Anderson will come back and, and, and be a stud. But I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, Le'Veon Bell might end up getting a lot of lot of catches out of the backfield because he's one of their probably better weapons they're gonna have. Yeah, he might be the best receiver on the team. Like I said, if you don't want to give him 20, 30 carries, then give him then give him fifteen twenty carries and fifteen twenty catches. No, or, be... or fifteen twenty targets out of the backfield yeah. or, or uh, uh, in the slot all, or whatever. You can put him all over the field. Exactly, but you just got. I just think you have to utilize him. If you don't utilize Le'Veon Bell, then why'd you pay him all that money? I can see them trading him in a year. Money that, if we're just saying right now, could have been used on a better receiver. Yeah. So, well, the problem is this this, or, this or free agency, there wasn't any receivers outside of trading for one. Yeah. I mean, and I, who knows? At this point, I wouldn't... T- you know, Antonio Brown was available, but I probably wouldn't bring him in with a young quarterback at this point. Uh-huh. Um, you could go Odell, but you're going to pay a lot, and I'm not sure if the Giants would have traded him you know, within New York. Yeah. So, uh, looking at this defense, they do have some, you know, talented players. They they paid seventeen million dollars a season to C.J. Mosley coming from the Ravens. They still have Avery Williamson. Uh, they have Jamal Adams, who's a great strong safety. They paid big money for Traymon Johnson. Um, they have Leonard Williams, who's a great, you know, he he's played inside. And they're kicking him on the outside, and then they have Quinton Williams on the inside. And he's Potentially could be the best player in this whole defense. They got Williams squared, huh? Yeah, they have a lot of Williams. So yeah, they have... um. So basically, what I think when it comes down to the Jets is their defense is going to be a big reason why they're going to be a... in Sorry. games. In games, yeah. Yeah, they have a they have a good enough defense where they should be able to you know compete. Yeah. Because of this defense. Now the offense is where you're going to win the games. Yeah, and if the offense and and this is where 
we'll, and we'll talk about it in a bit when we discuss other teams, but this is where if the Jets are going to compete for that division, that offense is going to have to come through. If that offense can, mm-hmm. can be decent or be above average with that defense, they have a chance. So the Jets' win total over-under is at 7. Uh, I'll take the over. I'll take, I, I'll, take, I'll take 8 games. Yeah, it's tough for me because I, I could see them winning 6, 7, or 8 games. So I'll just, because I believe in Sam Darnold, I think they're going to be, I think they'll, I'll, I'll take the over. I'll take the I, and I, to be honest with you, if Sam Darnold takes that next step and he can produce with nobody at, at receiver and Le'Veon could stay healthy on the field, um, they use him correctly, they could be, uh, you know, winning this division. Yeah. I, I mean, Tom saying. Brady could take a huge step down and, and they could and easily And the Dolphins are garbage and then we, we, don't, know we'll what talk, jo- we don't know what Josh, Josh Allen's going to We'll talk be, with so. the Bills right now. Unless you have a... Actually, before we do that, who do you see in this team that... It might be an undervalued player. I think I think Quincy Anua is it's gonna be. If we're not talking about fantasy right now, mm-hmm. but I think he's a guy that you know I would like to draft. Maybe you know to to put on my roster. Maybe yeah. be a guy that I can start a few weeks. I he's, he, I think he has a chance to be good this year. I think uh, again, Sam Darnold to me, I think he's he's undervalued, and I think he is gonna be basically the huge reason. Well, that's an obvious one. I was well, yeah, I, I just love obvious. Sam Darnold. You know this. I, I was huge I know, on Sam Darnold, and. And I was big on Baker Mayfield, and uh, they went one and two, Baker or one May- and three. Sorry, Baker Mayfield's pretty fantastic. Yeah, but, but, but anyways, this, this this is where they, you know, the second year is where they're going to take the next step, yeah. and you know, usually they call it the sophomore slump because they have footage of you a whole season. Well, he went through those struggles last season already, right? So it should he should be to me a very good quarterback this coming season. Oh, I agree. Um, the Bills, uh, the Buffalo Bills are the next team. Um, this team is, is an interesting team because they are 6-10 and 10 last season, and they basically, they did fix the issue was their offensive line. They did sign some players. Mitch Morris from Kansas City. Um, I believe Quentin Spain from Tennessee Titans. And they drafted... Uh, Cody Ford in the draft in the second round, which, you know, Chase was saying they should, you know, his big issue with them was their offensive line. Yep. Um, if you watch this live on, on our draft coverage, yep. um, and he was surprised. Look, we weren't necessarily surprised, and I thought they were going to take Ed Oliver. Yeah. But he thought they should have went with a tackle because all the tackles were there. Yeah. Ended up being all the tackles slipped, and yeah. th- they were able to get Cody Ford, who was projected to be a guard, but they're going to play him at tackle. Um, and look, Cody Ford could be the best, one of the best tackles in this draft. He has that potential. It's just up to him. He just needs to stay underweight and continue to be motivated. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting thing because Josh Allen has, you know, he ran for his life last season. So and he had Tommy John surgery during the season, and he's I don't know what to think of him. This is a look. I can't really go off of the first season because he had a lot of downs and a lot of ups. So yeah. I, I'm not sure what to expect from him. And they went out and they did get John Brown from Baltimore, who, you know, this might be the best target for him because he's a down the field. He can throw the ball to him. He just needs to get it there to him, like, accurately. Um, they still have Zay Jones, who went crazy a season ago. They did sign Cole Beasley, who can be, you know, at the slot position, kind of, you know, throw it two, five yards, and he'll get you potentially a first down, basically. Um, they have Robert Foster still who can potentially, I'm not sure he, he was their number one receiver last year. So we'll see how, what happens with that. But outside of that, there really is a bunch of junk on that receiving core. Um, 
And then at their tight end position, they did get Tommy Sweeney in the draft and, and Kevin uh, Dawson Knox. And Dawson Knox is a huge underrated value. I believe he's out of Ole Miss. And he, he, uh, he could be a really good tight end, but not this year. I think uh, I think this is a guy who's three, you know, a couple seasons away from hitting his potential. So I'm not sure, you know, if he's gonna be able to take out Tyler Croft, who they signed from Cincinnati, who also has injury concerns. Yeah. What do you think about this offense? Honestly, I it, it pains me to say as a Cowboys fan, but I think Cole Beasley is a really good get for them. I think that's gonna do a lot for opening, not only just opening up the field, but it will be it'll allow you know. Josh Allen to be able to to throw more deep balls a and have more one receiver. Yeah, exactly. And someone he can trust, you know, a security blanket, if you will. So I think now am I gonna like you know you know go crazy about it? like you know is it the greatest signing ever? No, because you know I mean well no he's he, just he's, he's a he's, good slot player. he's a good slot player. But I mean for what for what the Bills need to do to take the next step, I think that helps a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they've actually got some underrated value in in. In, in their free agency last season. I think John Brown's a great player to have. He He's the perfect complement to Josh Allen. Like, he is exactly what Josh Allen needs. He needs speed down the field. And as long as that guy can stay healthy, which is not going to happen because he's never stayed healthy in his life. I mean, he'll play, you know, 10 games or, or he'll miss games during the season. But he's as great of a player you can get for for him as well um and then they go out and they they go sign frank gore he's kind of a boring uh you know old age frank gore Mm -hmm. um they still have lashawn mccoy and they 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 did uh sign devin singletary um you know devin singletary probably at some point is going to be able to you know take take over i believe he is a fairly small it's ironic, running back. It's though. ironic that we're talking about McCoy right now because I was just going through Twitter and something said um, brought some some uh, Matthew Berry brought something up about uh, McCoy possibly being released. Not right now, but that he could be a candidate to be released or traded. Not, yeah, somebody or needs traded. him. I don't know who would trade for him, but uh, that would be an interesting. If he was gone, Frank Gore and Devin Singletary, and they also got T.J. Yeldon, who's not anything special. But I mean. They they need a good running attack is what I'm saying. They I'm not sure Frank Gore can handle the load alone. Um, and you don't necessarily know what you got in Devin Singletary, and he's not necessarily a receiver that is going to take up. He's kind of reminds me of a scat back, more of a you know he'll be a receiving threat, but I don't he, he can't be your number one you know running back. That would make more sense for T.J. Yeldon to be able to get opportunities. To I, me. I, I think him. I think him and Frank Gore would probably be the first two in line to get opportunities before Singletary. Yeah. Um, on this defense, they signed Trent Murphy from Washington. They draft, of course, Ed Oliver. Um, they have Jerry Hughes from Indianapolis. So they have some talent. Some you know, Shaq Lawson's still there. Star Latuya, who who they signed last season from Carolina. They have a lot of young. Um, besides Jerry Hughes, they have a lot of youth and a lot of talent on that D line, and they still. And if you look at their defensive end, they got. I mean, at their linebacker, they got Trayvon Ed- Edmonds, and I think he's like twenty one. I think he was twenty last year when he played. So, it, it's a very young team, and they still have Micah Hyde, um, Kevin Johnson, Tre'Davious White. They have you know talented players on this team. So it's going to be interesting what they do. This I. I I want to say they're a very boom bust team. This for me, they could be really bad or they could be potentially playoffs. It yeah. really just depends on Josh Allen. Yeah. 
So I would agree. And just like the Jets, I think the Bills' defense needs to be solid this year and keep them in games. And I'm not necessarily know if they're there yet. They're just, to me, a little too young that, you know, they were pretty good last season. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, this is a, you know, I think their win total for the Bills um, at seven games. I'll take the under just because somebody's got to be bad in this division outside. Well, no, the Dolphins will be bad. I'll take the under. What 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 They're is at it? seven? Yeah, yeah, I'll take the under. I can see them being a win more. I can see them take the division as the Jets. Yeah. Um, and then moving on, do you have any last words on the Buffalo Bills? No, I think we're good. Do you want to take uh the the Dolphins? Mm, Go sure. for it. All right. Um, so they traded for Josh Rosen this off season and signed Ryan Fitzpatrick, and obviously Ryan Fitzpatrick will probably start the season at quarterback. I don't know that they will start Josh Rosen right away. But at some point, I believe probably fourth, fifth game, Josh Rosen will be starting. Um, they could start him right away, but I just think that you are you should let Fitzpatrick go out there, you know, play the few games, you know, maybe get some Fitz magic in there, and then if he struggles or once he starts to struggle, then you throw Rosen in there and you let him develop and you let him do this thing. I really think that Rosen ends up being the starter right off the back. I, I'd be I'd just be shocked, dude. Like why why would you sign Fitzpatrick then? Because you didn't know what you had. I, I mean, they didn't at that when they signed Fitzpatrick, they didn't they didn't have traded for Josh Rosen. I don't think they knew Josh Rosen was going to be available. I, to I, me though, you've already given up a second round pick. Could look Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's a backup to me. I mean, he is, but he, I don't he, think he's going to be happy starting the year behind Josh. Rosen. He's an old quarterback. If you cut him, no team. I mean, he'll he'll be he'll be a quarterback at any team. To me, you got to start Josh Rosen because you've already given up value for him a second round pick. And if you're terrible this coming season, and you potential, there's good quarterbacks in this next draft. And from and Talu uh, Tal, I can't even say his name. From um, Alabama, yeah, to, um, to a, and they to have a, Herbert from or, you know Oregon. There's gonna be good quarterbacks here. My my, th- this is my thing, and it's why the Dolphins, just like the Jets, like what the fuck are they doing? You traded a second round pick for Josh Rosen. I have no problem with that. You should. That's fine. But if you're gonna start him, you start him. Yeah. There's no going back. Yeah, they should. They should start that, Josh I, Rosen. And be, the only reason he doesn't it, play is if he's injured. And that's what I'm saying. And you give him a full year. Yeah, and you don't draft a like. No, I, it, that's what you can't do. If you're gonna trade a second round pick, that, I don't they're basically saying that. that that's your guy. I don't think so. I think if they give it up a first round pick, it means a, that's their a guy. Second round pick. Uh, Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen got drafted by the Panthers, and then and the next year they drafted they drafted Cam Newton. Yeah. There's to me, if Josh, I, I if you win with Josh bad. Rosen, then you keep him. But to me, unless 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 Rosen is really bad. Like if You're, he, they're gonna know, but even then, it's not like that team's great. Like you can't, you gotta give him more than what, than what he's got right now. If he goes zero and sixteen, that ain't his fault. That team's but garbage. But let's say, let's say, let's just pull this. If Kyler Murray was in this next coming draft, and 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 they had the opportunity to draft him and get rid of Josh Rosen, would you do it? If, I mean, yeah, if you do it at that point, but. See, I I just, I don't I just don't know. At that point, you should just within it. See, just listen to me. At that point, then you just sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. You sign Ryan. You let him start. You basically tank, and you have a backup to Fitzpatrick or whatever, and that maybe you think could be something, but not Rosen. And then you go and draft the quarterback. I just think that's a bad look. If you have Rosen and uh, the number one quarterback, if you get the number one pick next year's draft, then what? The, then Rosen's not I a backup. Look, I don't have a problem with it because they gave up. Uh, look, what they trade? They traded back from the second round. They received the second for this coming season. And they traded that. They got two seconds to trade back. One went to Cardinals, and the other one is for next year's second. 
So Josh Rosen's, and it was the end of the end of the second. To me, Josh Rosen's free at that point. Okay. He's not. He's not an expensive quarterback. To me, and I'm again, I'm looking at more of the player than the team aspect. But I just think that's fucked up for them to have traded for Josh Rosen it's and a, not at least give him a few years. I th- to no, be that I don't guy. think so. You should know at this point, this coming season, at the end of the season, you should know what you have in him. This is his second year. There's not, I, like I said, it's not exactly a roster that you know many quarterbacks, except maybe the top 10, 15, would be able to take even to seven and eight. Well, if you look at their at the receiving core, I agree. I mean, I right. do like Devontae Parker. He's right. a bigger receiver. Um, I do like Kenny Stills, but outside of that, they have nobody. <laughs> I just think that they're giving him a really, really raw deal by saying, "Here, go be the quarterback of this team." Well, he's got to earn it, but but that's what I'm saying. It, he can he can be a great quarterback, and they could win two games. But that's not his fault. The team sucks. At this point, though, he 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 says you're gonna know within this year. They didn't give up. The value of trading for him was not much. Okay. It doesn't matter. This is a business. You're, if you're not winning I, this year, I understand year, it's a business. But if the quarterback, if he goes and throws three, four thousand yards and throws like say twenty touchdowns and like eight interceptions, that's then they that's need, really damn yeah. good for what that team is. I think, and then, you should let him go into yeah, the next year and be but, the quarterback. Yeah, then he would be the quarterback because I think that gets you at least enough. No, that, I'm telling you, the team could be that bad to where that could still make them a 3-4 win team. And that's that's yeah, fun, but and that's not the great. The thing is, it doesn't matter outside of the, the wins. If you're going to know how he plays, okay. how good he is. All and right. if he doesn't play good, he's gone. They're going to draft a quarterback or he'll be but, a backup quarterback. But what I'm trying to tell you... Is that they could go zero and sixteen, but Josh Rosen could look really good. No, they won't. That won't happen. Hundred percent. He won't go. They won't go zero and sixteen and him looking good. That won't happen. That defense is garbage. If he throws three touchdowns a game and they lose every game, how's that his fault? This He's doing defense his part. is not garbage. Uh, look on the back end, they're really good. They have a great one of the better quarterbacks in Exxon, uh Howard. They have T.J. Mc, McDonald. They have a Shaw Jones still, who I don't know if he's going to stay on the team. They have uh, Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, I mean, Kiko Alonso is a decent linebacker. Uh, you know, their defensive line is some has some questions, but I I, I don't think if you're going to be able to win some games w- if a quarterback's playing decently. Okay. If your quarterback's being decent, I think they can win five games. Okay. Uh, but you're going to know if he's playing bad, then of course you're going to go out and if you have a bad quarterback, you're probably going to have the first pick in the draft. With that team. So this team could be very much... I don't think they're going to be a playoff team regardless. But if they win so six, seven games, five, six, seven games, six, I'll say six or seven, then I would say you're probably keeping Josh Rosen and you give him you know, more time to build. The good thing is they Brian Flores is a brand new head coach. He's not getting fired this season unless you know things blow up and they go 0-16. He's more than likely going to stay. And you know if, he, if Josh Rosen earns you know, the opportunity to keep playing and, and they don't draft another quarterback, then, you know, give them another season. We'll see what happens. That's why I didn't want the Dolphins to trade for him. I just, I, don't I, I really, I, I know you don't have a problem with it, but I would have loved to see him go to a team after leaving the Cardinals that had at least a decent plan in place and at least a decent team around him to see what he can actually do. The thing is, do. where is I, he going to go? There wasn't a team that had, you know, a, a, besides being a backup option. Cincinnati, I think he could be a better quarterback than Dandy Dalton right now. And the Cincinnati Bengals are, are a team that needs a quarterback. That would, be, that would have been a great spot for him. The thing is, you got to think about this. This new head coach in in uh, in, in that uh, with the Bengals, he might have not liked Josh Rosen. So the, the Cincinnati had no interest in trading for him. It's from what I understand, it was the Chargers, the, Dolph- the Dolphins, and the Patriots. I just think someone is going to 
or someone is going to end up regret not taking a chance on this kid because I think I, he, think I think he has a chance to be really freaking good. Yeah, and I think the Dolphins, if he's if he's going to be really good, but I just don't think that the Dolphins are going to be great with, the big with pro- even if he does well. I do not. I just don't know that they can win five or six games with even if he does well because that team is just not good. It has, it's not going to be his fault. I agree. It's not a very good team, but there are pieces. Like, they have a decent left tackle in Larry Thompson. He needs to take the next step. He was drafted. You know, he fell to the draft, but he was still a first-round pick. They have Daniel Kilgore. Um, they do have Mike uh, Gedisky. I can't even say his name. He was he was a, uh, a second-round pick last year, and he played fairly well this season. Um, they still have Devontae Parker, who was in the doghouse in Adam Gase's team, but he's a talented player. He just needs to show up more. Um, Kenny Stills is still you know, one of the better slot receivers in the game. So there isn't – look, this team isn't going to be built to make it to the playoffs or even if they do, which is not going to happen. But I can see them going out, and they always seem to always beat the Patriots a game or so, game or two. Um, they could take one from the Jets and one from the Bills, and then, you know, who knows, if they're playing the Bucks or something like that, they could take a game. They could, to me, can end up with seven games won. Um, but if you're looking at, if you're looking at, uh, let's see, the Dolphins, they're at five-game win total. I'll probably take the under. Uh, I'll take the over, because that's just five. Ooh, no, I'll take the under. Somebody's got to be bad in this division. I'll take the under. I agree. Uh, but look, last year they were seven and nine. I, I mean, they still have Kenyon Drake there, and he didn't get the opportunities that he should. He's very extremely talented uh, as a at the running back position. When he got the opportunities, he did you know use utilize them as best as he could. They just, I in my opinion, last year, and I'm not saying it from fantasy aspect because I had Drake last year, but. Well, the, they need to like give him the rock. Yeah. Well, they had Frank Gore this year. That's, but have, that's what I'm saying. Last year they gave like you that gave an aging Frank Gore too, the ball too damn much. You should have let Canyon Drake. Yeah. Play it was and Ad, see what the hell you but have. that's how Adam Gase is. Yeah. That, that, that's the problem. They got rid of him. They have Brian Flores now, and yeah. they have Chad O'Shea from from the Patriots. He was the receiving coach there, and now he's the offensive coordinator. So mm-hmm. this is a completely different you know coaching team, and they may do things a lot, a lot different. The good thing is he really doesn't have any competition because Kellen Ballage is not a a you know a high usage running back. I agree with that. So um, moving to the Patriots, this team is going to be interesting. Of course, we have Tom Brady, the greatest player of all time in football, um, and that's as a 49ers fan. So uh, they have Sony Michelle, uh, Rex Burkhead, who I don't I'm not sure if he'll make the team. They have James White. They did draft Damian Harris uh, from Alabama. So they're pretty extremely deep at running back. But one thing is they've really took an approach of basically they have a four-back four system. They have four backs who can do everything. And they're going to continue to you know utilize them. They're, each game it will be different game plans on who's going to actually get the massive carries or who has the hot hand. Um, I, I wish Sony Michelle, if he can stay healthy, would be the running back because he's extremely talented and I, but if we're talking about fantasy i'm probably avoiding patriots running backs this year of course i always i always avoid patriots until you backs. see if one comes out <laughs> one actually gets used a decent amount or even on the bad games mm-hmm. comes out and ends up putting up something but until then like i'm sure someone will take i mean we're not going to talk about fantasy right now but we'll get to that um so ben watson's their tight end uh nothing too special he's an old guy who can potentially you know be a veteran who can just you know, be decent. 
Nothing too special. They drafted Nikhil Harry in the first last season. They still have Philip Dorsett, Julian Edelman. Um, they have Demarius Thomas. So, you know, Nikhil Harry has a huge potential, and Julian Edelman's Julian Edelman. He's the jewels he, of this uh, team. He, apparently, he's starting off with a finger issue. And Man, who cares? He'll be fine. By yeah, I probably will. He won't play preseason games, but he'll be fine. Um, filter set has been kind of off and on, nothing too special, but you know, he can still perform not a very special guy. Um, so I'm not too high on Demarius Thomas coming off. I believe in the torn Achilles. He was with the Texans last season. I, I don't know who, who probably won't even make the team at this point. In my opinion, this team, this offensive line is always, you know, amazing. David Andrews, one of the better centers in the league. Uh, Isaiah Wentz coming off of an injury last season to even get to play. He'll be playing at left tackle. Uh, Marcus Cannon at right tackle. So, you know, this offensive line should be fine and continue to, you know, not get Tom Brady killed. Um, And their defense is a very much, you know, there's a lot of new guys there. Um, They get Lawrence Guy from Baltimore. They have changed Winovic from the draft. He's from Michigan. They got him the third. Uh, they re-signed Danny Shelton, and they traded for Michael Bennett. I think Michael Bennett, to me, is somebody that can, you know, keep this defense on pace of being, you know, taking over a Trey Flowers. Whoop! The end of the day, Patriots always get they get pressure from the inside. They don't get pressure from the outside. They always create pressure from the inside. That's what Trey Flowers always did. They they kind of rotate them inside outside. So um, you got to be good against the run, and you got to get to the quarterback. Um, and then they still got Dante Hightower, who just needs to stay healthy. They did sign Jamie Collins from from the Browns, mm-hmm. so he comes back home. At, you don't know what you got in that because he did not play very well with the Browns lately. And but it's the Patriots; they always are able to turn around players. Yeah. It seems like, and they still have Kyle Van Noy, um, J- the Jason McCourty, and then his brother Devin. And their their secondary is pretty good, and Patrick Chung and Stephen Gilmore. So it's a really good you know unit. Um, they have a little bit more youth than usual, but I think they're they'll continue to be how you know decent. They have good good players. They'll be good enough to get through. Yeah. W- what do you? What are your thoughts on this team? Um, I I think that it's as far as receiving as the receiving core goes. I think there's a good chance that Nikhil Harry could end up usurping Julian Edelman as the number one receiver on that team this year. I think Julian Edelman will be great to start the year, and I, I will still take him like you know in fantasy and all that. But I think Nikhil Harry, if there's a guy that you want to target and have on your bench in fantasy this year, I think Nikhil Harry is it. Yeah, the only one thing is, uh, he is a rookie, but Tom Brady, you know, him that connection with with Jules is is huge. The good thing is, I think you can survive with both of them playing. Um, because they they play completely different, and there's no Gronk. Gronk isn't here, so somebody's gonna get those those targets. And that's another thing we'll, we'll talk about later. But I think this is gonna be huge. I think uh, Nikhil can have a huge season. I think he might be one of the bigger, better receiving core, uh, or not receiving core, but one of the better rookie receivers this season because there's gonna be opportunity for him. There's gonna be huge opportunity. This you know receiving core was pretty terrible outside of Julian Edelman, who was suspended the first couple games last season. So, he he's the one that I think is gonna take. Like you're, I agree with you, but I don't think it takes away from Jul- Julian. No, Edelman. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's gonna take away from Julian Edelman. What I'm just saying is, by the end of the year, as far as who is the number one receiver and who is the best receiver on this team, I could easily see Nikhil Harry being that. By the sure, end of the year. I I think it'll still be to me it'll be Edelman, but I think Nikhil Harry 
if Edelman, if Edelman can stay healthy, yeah, that's his issue. He has had he's had was suspended for four games last year for PEDs, and then he was hurt last year. Or the as well. year before he tore his ACL. So that's what I'm saying. If he can stay healthy, sure, but. Uh-huh. I'm I'm not I'm not so sure. It's gonna how many, be how much, how much longer. It's gonna be quite take. interesting with um with Gronk off the team, and who knows he might show back up or no. And that and I'm gonna make a prediction right now. I think Gronkowski will be on this team by midseason. Sure. I think Gronkowski will come back, and probably because that that offense will probably struggle the first few weeks of the season. Yeah. I, I can see that offense struggling. Well, mightily. I think they're going to continue doing what they've done the past I, I'm season. I'm not saying that that can't work, but no, Ron, I'm just Gronkowski's saying huge. they're going to they're going to rely on running the ball and short passes. I think that's that's basically what they're going to do. They're going to continue doing and protecting and and hiding Tom Brady's weaknesses at this point. Like I think Tom Brady at the, some point. It's gonna break down, and I could see this team completely missing the playoffs. For me, it's not even Tom, ne- Tom necessarily, Tom Brady necessarily breaking down as much as team. I know we all say every year, "Oh, the Patriots always find ways," but at some point, you're going to game plan for what the Patriots do, and at some point, it's not gonna work. At I will some point, s- you're gonna need to be yeah. more dynamic. And how many more years can you get away with what? You're I will doing? say, I think this this receiving core is better than last year's. It is. Minus Gronkowski, it definitely is. And well, even Gronk wasn't very good last season. He, he was, was great in the Super Bowl. He was great in the Super Bowl, but he in was the playoffs. Not, actually, in the playoffs, he yeah. was not very good during the season. He was constantly hurt. He was constantly being Gronk, and it's different. It's different when you don't got the same speed. Um, you're injured all the time, so we'll see what happens. Now, if Tom Brady gets injured, this team's probably one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And I would, I be honest with you, there, to me, I would rather just throw in Jared Stedham in, in the starting lineup over Brian Hoyer because Brian Hoyer is not going to win you any games. Right. Might as well if you're going to lose, see what you got in your rookie. Yeah. And he was drafted in the fourth round, so we'll see what happens there. Um, now going into uh, fantasy of all these teams who are who's the number one player that you're watching um other than sony michelle um pro- i mean tom brady i obviously gonna want tom brady at some point i don't know that i'd take him in the top five but you know the back end maybe like eight nine in fantasy I would, I would still try to target him he's a guy i would maybe take in the late, the mid rounds but um and you know someone will take him early as hell not early as hell but like the first four to me rounds. he's a player you know, i i'm will. avoiding i don't to me, I avoid old Again, players in fantasy. Hundred percent, I agree with you. I just know that there's somebody, especially mm-hmm. in my a couple of the leagues I'm in, that will take Tom Brady really freaking early. His because name he's value top, there gets you go. overrated. That's all I'm saying. Let me see. And then, um, so Sony Michelle, and then like I said, Nikhil Harry is a guy that I I would like to have on my team. I wouldn't take him early, but I could maybe see him being a flex option on on my squad. Right now, Tom Brady's the fifteenth player uh, going in ADP. I think that's probably where I have him. Fifteenth? Wait, what? He's the fifteenth player. What okay. do you the fifteenth quarterback? Okay, fifteenth quarterback. Yeah, see that, that's why I'm saying he's about that ten to fifteen range. And honestly, he's like about a, in the tenth. The guys that are right ahead now. of him, he's going about ten nine. The guys are of the guys that are ahead of him, at least on this list. I would. There's probably only two guys that I would probably take over him this year. And yeah, Winston. So. Uh no, Kyler Murray and Philip Rivers. I don't know about Cam Newton. Jared Goff. Wait, wait, always you would take me. you would take uh, Tom Brady over. Kyler Murray and and uh, no, I, I w- those are the two guys I wouldn't take over him. I'm saying that the Cam Newton, Jared Goff, and Jameis Winston. I don't know that I would take them over Tom Brady. To me, I think on fantasy, I think Jameis Winston I would take over Tom Brady. 
And it's not. I, I, I gotta. I got for me with him and Newton. I gotta see what they what they can do. I they, they, James Winston didn't play. I think James Winston is gonna be behind in games, and his offense offensive weapons are too good to not produce points. That's my thing. Now, if you're looking off the field, or if he's gonna end up being the starter, that's or for every reason he loses the job, then that. But week to week, if I'm starting week one, I think I would rather pick Winston over Brady personally. Um, you know, of course, Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Rogers, Watson, Baker, Matt Ryan, Breeze, Wentz. To be honest with you, I might take Jimmy Garoppolo and Dak Prescott over Tom Brady at this point. I would probably agree with that too. I think, and it's not, and look, I'm not talking about quarterbacks or outside, I'm talking about fantasy. I, right now, Jimmy Garoppolo is, is going as the 18th rated quarterback in the 12th round. I think that's extremely low. Look, he, he is, ex, he is as much as a boom bust but i draft quarterbacks off a of boom bust that's how i do it. it and i'm not looking to take a top quarterback in the draft i'm looking to somebody who can potentially be a top quarterback so i can get value outside of him prescott of course a good year with amari cooper zeke needs to show up though that's my thing with Dak. if zeke's not there for whatever reason i'm not saying for whatever reason if zeke comes out late or is overweight or it holds out long that and I would start dropping Dak. Zeke helps Dak continue to stay open, um, look down the field. So that's a huge, huge for me. Uh, but moving on, staying on the NFC East, or the AFC, AFC East, because yeah. we gotta, we gotta do um, the Jets. Of course, the best player in these divisions of uh, of all the four teams is Le'Veon Bell. He's the, probably the only player who's gonna go in the first round. Yeah, I would agree with of that. All these teams, there's a lot of value here because I, I will just say. And again, I'm talking about leagues I'm in and how some people draft in my leagues. Someone will take Tony Michelle in the first two rounds. Somebody will. I don't think Tony Michelle. That's that's I, I, you know what high. you know what I, I I will when I have the drafts I will show you where he gets taken and he will probably it if will he probably goes surprise that high you. that person doesn't I can the hell easily doing. see him being taken in the first couple maybe even as, as early as the third round and I don't agree with that but. You know? I don't think he's the twenty third ranked back right now. He's going in the fourth right now. The, in my in, in my rookies league, people draft a shit ton of running backs. I'm just I'm just I like I said I I will show you when it, when the draft happens. I will I will I will keep you updated. But in the first two rounds, that's you know how many people are in your league? Um, in the rookies league, it's eight, and in my dad's league, it's so ten. There's there's a he's the twenty third player going right now. There's a ton of players. That if he goes in the first two rounds, those players should be killed yeah. or taken out. Um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of underrated value here. I think Dr- Kenyon Drake might be an underrated value. He's going in ADP right now. Um, let's see. Very, I can't even see him. He's extremely low. Yeah, he's extremely, <laughs> he's below. He's going 26 in the fifth round. Yeah, that's great value to me. Uh, him I, as your flex. Again, we were just talking about Sony Michelle right there. I would probably take him over Sony Michelle and probably Philip Lindsay as well. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would take him over Chris Carson at this point. Well, I don't know. They're kind of similar players, but at that point. No, um, no. I, I'm, I would I'm, take him over. I, I would take Michelle over Chris Carson. I don't know that I would take Kenyon Drake over Chris Carson, but I know I would take Kenyon Drake over Philip. I think end of the day. Philip Lindsay and. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if. If Kenyon Drake turns out to be a top twelve back this season, I think he's extremely undervalued because of the dumb head coach he had last season. I hope um, you're right because I might get stuck with him again this year. But after last year, I'm scared to take him. I'm not because when he got carries, he performed. Did he you, just didn't did, get the carries. Did you have him on your team last year? I did have him. I had him on two teams. Okay, 
Look, I look at I the don't know, dude. games when he got carries, he performed. It, it, it bugs me when guys have re- when I pick guys and they have really shitty years, and I hate g- doubling down after a really I shitty mean, year. I mean, Todd Gurley had a shitty year after his second year, and then he the third year he was the best back in the year. No, the I, I understand that, but um, but looking on the Bills, I think John Brown's the only receiver I would take. Cole Beasley, I'm not sure if he's gonna get the amount of 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 targets that I would like. You could put him as one of your last or a potential waiver pickup. Um, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't touch any of the backs here. Maybe I would take a chance on, on Devin Singletary, but I, and that would be more of a, a waiver pickup at this point. I'm not sure in the draft I, I would potentially take him. Mm-hmm. The Jets, Le'Veon Bell to me is a, you know, a late first, early second back at this point. Yeah. I'd be cool with him at, at the end of the, at the end of the first round, doubling up with, a. Uh, another running if you want to go crazy receiver. if you want to go extremely crazy double up if you had like the last pick of the draft go go and i'm not saying do this do not do this go bell girly that's a big boom bust as you could possibly get <laughs> I, I think i i i know you probably don't think he will but i still think todd girly is going to end up going in the middle of the first round in most drafts i uh, no, i don't think so at all i mean it's not he would okay have, I, I gotta write notes down so he, i can remind you when this these is a podcast. he's going he's going at nine I'm right go- now. I'm going to remind you where Gurley is. Oh, Gurley. So- Gurley is going uh, at 12th. He's going He's going uh, in the second round right now. I'm going... Look, but you're, if you're... I, I'm just going to remind on. you where I, I just want to. I just want to push... I'm, look, I'm only going to go all based off of ADP. I don't I, care I, about I, your rookies league or your dad's league. I understand that. I'm going off of ADP. ADP can fluctuate. He can go up. He can go down based off of how people are drafting. 100%. If he's going in the middle of the first, it's because something came out that he's good. If he's... That would be the only reason, and I don't see it happening. Okay. If people are overdrafting, look, it, right. at the end of the day, I would take Zeke, Barkley, Kamara, McCaffrey. I'll take David Johnson, Gordon if he shows up. I'll take Bell, I'll take Connor, I'll take Mixon, I'll take Chubb. I'm, 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 I'm going to surprise. That's probably it. I'm going to surprise that. I'm probably, you know what, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll yeah. see when the draft happens. I'll show he you. He shouldn't. But people, of course, are dumb. I could easily see someone taking him after those first five you listed mm-hmm. before Mixon, before Le'Veon Bell. I, I'm just, I just, yeah. people are crazy. Um, and then on the Patriots, you know, Julian Edelman is probably the only receiver I would, I would potentially, and you could take Nikhil Harry later in the draft. But you know, looking at the receivers, Julian Edelman is going as the 16th receiver in the middle of the fourth. I think that's about where he's going. He he could you he could end up being, um, you know, a number one receiver uh, based off of stats for, for fantasy this coming season. What do you think? Who? I think he's going a little uh, Julian Edelman. Oh, where he's going. He's going in the fourth middle of the fourth. I and that's pretty good value for him. I I, I don't know, man. I I oh. I I, I want to take him, and I want it, you know, in that in that area, but. I just have a bad feeling about Julian Edelman this year. Oh, I don't. I don't think so at all. I think if he's healthy, no, you don't. Think I think he might, can. I do. He can. He, he. You're drafting him basically as your number two, and I think he could be a low end number one at this okay. point. All right. Where he's going. Um. But with that, we'll end the podcast. Check us out at Amateur Fan Pod on Twitter. We have our YouTube channel. Which is our name, Amateur Fanboy Podcast on Facebook, Amateur Fanboy Podcast. Please check hey, us uh, out. Hey, before we uh, leave, um, it's not a huge, huge injury. Or I mean, it is a huge injury, but it's not a huge player that matters. 
But uh, J.J. Wilcox, former Cowboy, uh, now with the Falcons, uh, tore his ACL today. He's out for the season. Yeah, he probably wasn't going to make the team. <laughs> just, just saying. Bye. We're already in that season. 